Confused people don't purchase. This one universal truth should be at the foundation of any of your business messaging or writing. And today we're going to talk about how baby diaper rash ointment can teach us all the things we need to know about messaging. I'm your host, Kristen Spencer, and this is another episode of the Your Business Story podcast. Let's do this. The show's host is Kristen. She's on a business writing mission to make sure you know what words to say so that what you deserve is what you'll get paid. Because storytelling changes everything. Get pumped for the epic knowledge in today's episode of Your Business Story. Why didn't they hire me? Could it be my messaging breakdown? Episode 35 of Season 1. Confused people don't purchase. That's something that if you've been in any of my courses, I'm like, confused people don't want, and everyone goes, purchase, (laughs) right? A mistake that a lot of professionals make, though, is that they think by creating some kind of messaging document or overall unique selling proposition, aka unique selling vehicle, uh, USP, USV, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, that they will be extremely limited and cornered into a tiny segment, a tiny segment of their selling market. So let me go back for just a second and explain all of those jargony marketing words because I never, ever want you to feel confused. So a USP or a USV, unique selling proposition, unique selling vehicle, is just one or two sentences that tell other people what you do and who you help quickly. In my world, uh, we call it your one big sentence, or maybe it's like one big sentence that's split into two sentences because it's sometimes a lot of... It can't fit into one sentence, which is okay, but that sounds way less intimidating, right? So um, more on this concept in a minute, but let's talk about something else I mentioned, um, which is a segment of a selling market. And I'm going to give you an example. Don't worry. So a segment is just a small chunk of something. And in this case, it's a chunk of your potential audience. For example, the kitchen gadget market is a big one. But if you want to sell banana slicers, which is a real product, go look it up. The reviews are hilarious. Uh, Your segment would be people who like to entertain in the kitchen, but love to have a great conversation starter. That's a small area of people looking to invest in kitchen gadgets. Someone who wants an item for the kitchen that blends things, for example, is not going to be interested in purchasing your banana slicer. Uh, The selling market is anyone who wants to purchase something kitchen related in this specific example. And within that are a segment of buyers, a portion of buyers who want a banana slicer. If you ever uh, want an example of why you need to know your segment, just watch an episode of Shark Tank, which is one of my favorite shows. Uh, When people come in with a new toothbrush, let's say, for example, and say, there are billions of people out there brushing their teeth. And if we only sell to a tiny portion of them, we'll have a multi-million dollar business. What do the sharks do? 
they sigh or they roll their eyes. They're trying not to be rude, right? But uh, stating for, stating that there is room for your business in a segment of the selling market doesn't actually prove that there's demand for your product or services. And in the case of the dental hygiene world, as Kevin uh, always, you know, Mr. Wonderful always says, there are three big businesses who own everything. It's really hard to get into that um, selling market. So proof of demand in specific segments is a whole episode of this podcast in itself, uh, but segments are an important thing for you to understand when we're talking about messaging, and that's why I brought it up. So it is important for you to know that when you talk to someone who has a problem and needs your solution, that you have to be consistent. That's what we're talking about today, messaging. If you say, oh, this is the real problem in one conversation, and then switch your position in a different conversation, uh, that person's brain is going to go on high alert. It's like, because when you don't stay consistent, you cannot build trust. Yes, there were claps with that because it's so important. And conversations these days can mean a lot more than just sitting down with someone and having a chat with them. Every piece of content, every sales page, each email you send, and every piece of content you put on social media all count as conversations in our world. And that's why I help businesses by creating messaging breakdowns for them. We talk about their main approaches to the problems they solve, uh, the kinds of language their business voice is comfortable using, the things they would never say, they would never feel comfortable using. And we build a strategy out of words that will help them knock down the objections their potential clients have all based on proven sales psychology. But what if you have more than one branch of your business? Will your messaging document constrain you and limit you to only one segment of the potential audience? Can a document like this keep you from reaching your full potential and cause your sales to dwindle? No, just no. Actually, the opposite is true. Without a document like this, you won't be able to maintain consistency even if you are the only one working inside your business, just you as a single person. One of the things that companies actually hire me to do is come in, look at their overall business along with their different offers for various segments, that's right, more than one segment, and then have me tie everything together. It's not a simple task for anyone, but part of my job is to find the common thread, write big sentences, the USP, the USV, whatever, for each segment and make sure that they're all tied together by that one powerful thread. It is a difficult puzzle and I absolutely love solving it. That's why I do this. All right, let's take a few seconds for our sponsor break because their business stories matter too. When people ask what you do as a professional, do your palms and pits start to sweat? Do you break out in hives? Well, don't worry, we've got you covered. Today, you can take Literary Symmetry's complimentary 30-minute masterclass to help you craft your one big sentence so that next time you have 60 seconds to share your story, you know exactly what to say. Because your business story matters. Sign up today at literarysymmetry.com forward slash pathway. And now that Kristen is disconcertingly caffeinated, back to the show. 
a lot of business owners do have one important question they want me to answer about messaging, though, even after we work together. I've learned this, so now I just pre-frame everything. I tell them this before we even start work. They want to know what to do if they come up with a new service or want to adjust the conversations they're having after I've written the messaging report. And often they think that if they want to make an adjustment, uh, they can't because the messaging breakdown forbids them from doing so, thou shall not pass, right? And while that isn't true, when looking at future conversations and offers, you do need to take the messaging breakdown into consideration when you're choosing what to say about these exciting new things. I have a joint venture with a business partner where we help people connect with other amazing professionals. This has nothing to do with literary symmetry. He gets extremely irritated when people show up to our events late because we always start on time. That's one of our things. And the first piece of our meeting is a presentation by an amazing business expert. Like the experts we bring in are super thoroughly vetted. They're amazing. They bring intense value and we don't want to waste their time. And we don't like it when people come in late because it feels like our audience is not valuing them. And I can understand why he's irritated by it. It irritates me too. So recently he texted me and was like, we need to change the start time of our event emails. Like in our event emails say that it's a different time. And I was like, well, that would be confusing because all of the event media we already have out in the world has different times on it. And that would be confusing for our audience. So instead, uh, he came up with a way to emphasize how important being on time is without us sending a confusing message. Uh, and he's like, I'm smarter than I look, which makes me laugh every time. So we went back to our messaging breakdown and thought of a creative way to have a new conversation that wasn't confusing compared to our old conversations. That's the important piece. We don't want any confusing confusion getting in anywhere. All right. So we weren't limited by what we could do. We just needed to be more creative when finding a way to say what we wanted to say so that it would stay within the perimeters of what our audience already expects from us. And in the same vein, I want to give you a really fun example I recently experienced when my husband, daughter, and I went to get matching tattoos. If you want to know what the tattoo is, you'll have to message or email me. I'm not telling you right now. So I went to get my new tattoo and the wonderful expert who gave me my tattoo kept taking out these little packets of cream to place on our tattoos after each section. Only to me, it smelled really familiar right away. I was like, gosh, I, I, I know that smell. And so I asked her, I was like, what is it that you're using? And she said, oh, it's A&D ointment. It's a popular ointment with vitamins A and D in it. And it's really popular for, oh, I can't think about, I can't think of the words. And I was like, is it diaper rash cream? And she was like, yes, exactly. I recognize the smell, I said, but the packaging looks different. And she said, well, yeah, they put this out specifically for tattoos two shops. And in this case, A&D noticed that someone in a different selling market segment was already using their product. So what did they do? Did they create an entirely new messaging uh, 
Did they create entirely new messaging and like a sub brand to market to this new audience? No, the messaging is the same. Their ointment soothes irritated skin and promotes healing, which it does for tattoos and it does for diaper rashes. All they did was put their project in uh, their product in individual packages with a slightly edgier design so that they could sell more of it. And I want to show you. And for those of you who are listening, I'm going to describe. Um, so the original A&D ointment is in a white bottle. It has like yellow and brown. And it says original ointment, diaper rash ointment plus, plus skin protectant helps prevent and treat diaper rash. Forms a protective barrier to help seal out wetness. Pediatrician recommended. And then it has all these free things. And it's made by Bayer. So it it looks like diaper cream, right? Like if you're looking at it, it's a white tube. It looks like something that would be on your changing table. But when we got the A&D ointment for our tattoo healing, which I actually went out and bought a tube of the diaper one because it was easier to use because three of us all had the same tattoos, right? Like my husband went out and bought it actually. Um, but I saved one of the packets from the tattoo shop and it's, it says vitamins A and D ointment. And that's all it says on it. But do you know what it has on it? It's a picture of a tattoo design. It doesn't look like super edgy. Maybe it's like a, a little bit tribal. It's like geometric lines interwoven. And because I got this from my tattoo artist, I knew exactly what it was for. So, uh, you know, it's the same approach your business can take. All they did was put their product in individual package, like I said, with a slightly edgier design so that they could sell more of it. And if you have a new product or service you want to sell because you already see demand, which is what A&D saw, uh, go for it. You don't need to change your messaging. They did not change their messaging. Um, because if you did change it, you would risk losing both segments. Because let's say I see an ad out there for A&D and how it's so good at healing tattoos. And I'm like, oh, does that mean I can't use it as a diaper rash ointment anymore? That's not what you want. You never want confusion. So always remember, confused people don't what? They don't purchase. That's exactly right. <laughs> So now that you understand what messaging does and why it's not the tightrope, the limitation that most people think it is, let's go back to our big question for this episode. Why didn't they hire me? It could be that they didn't hire you for something as simple as you stating two conflicting things in your different conversations with them. And remember, conversation can mean any kind of communication you have with them. It's not just sitting down and talking to them. It's anything you put out there. Because without consistent messaging, no one is going to feel comfortable purchasing from you. Their brains just won't let them. And can you really blame their brains? I want you to know that I think you're amazing. I believe in you and your business story matters. We will talk again real soon. Thank you for listening to my mom's radical podcast. Cool face emoji. And if you want to be radical like my super awesome mom, then you should totes check out her impact accelerator. You just need to leave a review of this podcast and screenshot that baby and send it to impact at literarysymmetry.com. And like my mama always says, your business story matters. Hey, <laughs> I don't sound like that. It's due. Copyright.